Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a fantastic tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. If you've been following us around on the social medias, you know that we have teamed up with Bijack out of St. Louis for all of our CEP Network merchandise for all of the shows. Bijack has raised the bar on comfort and convenience. Go to bijack.com slash CEP and take a look at the tees, hoodies, mugs, and koozies for Raised on the Radio and the rest of the CEP Network and get some gear. You will be glad you did. In this episode, Patrick and I come back from a two-week hiatus to talk about soccer, UFC 263, the Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight, the Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul fight, and so much more. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Raised on the Radios, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages, and believe it or not, you can even find us on TikTok now. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Well, hello there. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Cobra Cato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoom Lane as usual. And it has been two weeks, maybe a little longer since we've actually recorded together. It's kind of weird to see your face. I'm not going to lie. Welcome back. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, dude. Feeling good. It was it was funny. Uh, I said to our, our 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 guest host last week, I said, "Yeah, Colt's doing some uh, white people shit in the woods," and he automatically assumed that was hunting. And I go, "I don't know that he's a hunter. I don't think he hunts at all. <laughs> I think he's just there." So I'm just. What there. did you do? Uh, I camped in the woods. Very white. Very, very white. Very white. But you you can't give me much crap. You did a lot of white people shit the week before. What did I do? You went, didn't you go to the lake? Is that white? You said it was. You said it was. Going to a body of water? As if people of color don't live on bodies of water? (laughs) What are we talking about right now? Yeah, it was was intended. It was intended to be white people shit, but the weather was so bad that we didn't do it. We just hung out. Anyway. So you you guys go, you do that like once a year, right? It's Lake Carlisle, right? Yeah, every Memorial Day we meet a group of people. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Yeah. So yeah. is it like a cabin that you guys stay in, or what? We usually do. Um, yeah, they're like these cabin. They're cottages, is what they're called, but they're right on the lake. Gotcha. Um, they're pretty cool. But uh, so this time now we stayed in a hotel because it's all we could get. But it was right there by the marina, so it's like right on the water. It's right by like the beach using air quotes there the beach so they're like there was a park so because the weather wasn't great and we didn't go out on a boat we basically went to this park and grilled and hung out and all that good stuff i gotcha okay so yeah very white i'll give you that (laughs) i I, that's funny coming from you i know that's why i say it it's called irony (laughs) i know did you move kobe 
Uh, n no, my I'm just at a different angle here, video wise. Okay. Yeah, and Kobe looks better. He, he looks better. You should. That's a good angle. I like now it. Our, now our folks can shout out one more time who made that for you. Uh, right hand robot, sir Jordan Massey. Any graphic so design like needs you got, you need to go to Jordan Massey, aka right hand robot. It looks like I'm going to have to reach out to him yet again if Tyron Woodley beats the fuck out of Jake Paul. It was supposed to be Ben Askren. That didn't happen. Yeah, I'm starting, so no I'm, starting to not, I'm starting to not like that, that you're putting this on the fighters. It's a little, you think I'm bad luck? A little bit. You think I'm the Drake of celebrity boxing? Is that what you're saying? Yes. How dare you? Or, or the well, MGK. Because didn't don't you think that MGK is bad luck for Stipe? He one hundred percent is. Every time <laughs> MGK is in the building, Stipe gets knocked the fuck out. Um, well, it's good that you at least acknowledge the fact that I'm the Drake of celebrity boxing because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I have another. I have a. I have a. I have something that we need to clear up okay. right now. Okay. I want to. I want to speak to every MMA journalist and. Just everyone, everyone who works for an MMA publication. Okay. His name is Tyron Woodley. It's not Tyrone. It's not Tyron. It's not Tyrone or however else you want to fuck it up. It's Tyron Woodley. If you work for a mixed martial arts publication and you're still getting his name wrong, you should be replaced. <laughs> Stop. I'm, I'm, I watched guys who legitimately have been in their position for many years. They do it all the time. They've right. been doing it. Yeah. They worked for their publication when Tyron was a champion. Still get his name wrong. Tyrone, Tyrone, Tyrone. Question, Tyrone. <laughs> his name is Tyron. Why is it that difficult? What, what are we doing? Tyron. Yeah, I could understand more if it was like a, like a news source or something. But like that's not necessarily MMA uh, controlled or related. But yeah, an MMA publication doing that is is not good. Yeah, but that's also irresponsible too. If you're yeah, gonna if is. you're going to do a news piece on someone, you learn their fucking name. Right. It, it, I remember <laughs> I called out back <laughs> back when I worked on a radio show. I, uh, I called out one of the other shows because they literally like for 30 minutes of their show kept calling them Tyrone, 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 Tyrone. And so our show was after there. So I got on the air and the first thing I said was like, hey, by the way, everyone, as St. Louis, as, as, as a St. Louis radio show, you should probably learn the name of your St. Louis MMA champion. His name is Tyron Woodley. It's not Tyrone. The funny thing is, is he doesn't correct anyone when he, when they say it like wrong. Right. So good for him because I, it would drive me nuts. Yeah. Hi, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. I have a question. No, my name is Patrick. I don't know where you got that from. That's how I, he should feel. But anyway, I think it should, I think it should be Patrick. Patrick. Sounds French or something. <laughs> my, uh, Patricio would be my, oh my Spanish God. name. I believe. <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever watched? Have you ever seen? I don't know why. Why we're going here? But did you ever? Did you ever see uh, Silver Linings Playbook? Uh, yes. I, I, that I would be a did. No. Actually, no. Actually, I did. Is that uh, Bradley Cooper yeah, yeah, and yeah. Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. 
his his Robert De Niro's character's name in the movie. What I thought for whatever reason, I just thought this was cool about the movie. I don't know why, but his name was Patricio Patricio in the movie, and okay. he named his son Pat. I was like, hey, I get the cool name, and you get the shitty yeah step aunt name Pat. <laughs> That's why I hate when people call me Pat. It sounds like somebody's aunt. Yeah, kinda. I get that. What can you do? I got a I got a normal name, a right. boring ass name. Right. So uh, speaking of Tyron Woodley, thank you. Can we talk about the? I know you you don't want to, and I know it, you hate it so much because I I even try to text you about it, and you just kind of ignore me about it. I dude, it's bu- <laughs> it's bumming me out. It yeah. is bumming me out. Here's why it's bumming me out. So we, I, I guess in, in essence, yes, we can talk about it. Okay. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay. After I tell you why it's bumming me out. Okay. It's bumming me out because guys are people who are in the know feel obligated now to analyze and dissect these two guys. So for instance, and what I mean by that is the Logan Paul Mayweather fight. People are feeling the need to dissect that and analyze it and justify what they watched. When, in my opinion, you didn't watch anything. Okay. There was never to be an an intended winner. There was never going to be anything. Now, you sent me a video. Explain what you sent to me. I sent you a video because there is some controversy floating around it where there's one one split second where Mayweather pretty much makes the lights go out on Logan, but instead of letting him fall, he catches him and holds him up, basically until he, I guess, gets his legs back underneath him and they keep going. So it, I don't I don't know if I mean what do you think as far as watching that video do you think that that was on purpose just to keep the fight going or do you think I don't think he knocked him out you don't think he did you think it's just no. okay no okay I again I think that's people overanalyzing they may be a bullshit fight okay I just don't you, know, what I do don't, you think you I watch fights do you think he put his lights out I don't know man I, maybe not like you know didn't knock him dead but I, I think. Lights, lights might have gone. They at least flickered for a few seconds. So let's say they did. And what? What? So now we're blaming Floyd for saving his life. Is that what we're doing? Well, I just don't understand why he would, unless it would be to keep the fight going. I I, I highly doubt that Floyd knew that that was going on in okay. the moment. Okay. You just maybe. Think, okay. Maybe, but. I don't know about that, man. Well, I know Floyd mentioned a lot, like that Paul d- did a lot of the hugging and stuff like that because he has, you know, a wrestling background and stuff like that. So that I think that was part of it. I don't know. Again, another over analysis of that bullshit yeah, fight. Right. He wrestled in high school. Who gives a fuck? I know. I know. I'm just it's saying. It's so stupid. I, what are we doing? I think they're, I think they're, he just, hugged him. I, th- I think they're just trying to cling on to something, like some information that they have in their background. They're trying to cling on to that to make, commentary <laughs> to justify <laughs> to why justify. we watch that shit show yeah yeah but why you now i understand it was he, considered like an exhibition fight but why so it, it's a fight where we're, we're, we're fighting there's no winner unless somebody's knocked out that should have been every indication to not watch yeah and joe rogan was like i'm not gonna lie when I started the pay per view, I was I was excited. I was excited. Does my hate for Joe Rogan amuse you now? 
Yeah, but I, I don't have Dude, a, I, I, have I, I, I have turned. I have turned. I have turned, and I don't like it. I was. I, ex- I had people over <laughs> last night to watch the fights. My sister, my sister and her boyfriend came over. Mm-hmm. They got here super late, by the way. But uh, I, I just. My sister goes, yeah, I tried to listen to his podcast, but it was so boring. And I go, well, first of all, why did you try it in 2021? Why did you choose now to start <laughs> listening? But also, I'm with you. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to me, man. I just, he just bothers me in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I still think he's funny. I am still a fan. I will still listen to the podcast if he has someone on that is interesting or I find interesting. But, mm-hmm. dude. He just, I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe I'm just a hater. I don't know. I, I, I still don't fall into your idea of that. He, it's always been this way, though. I feel, I, I feel like, and you know, we've talked, we've talked about it before, but I feel like he's really just been phoning it in over the past year, year and a half now. I don't, I don't think we just didn't see it in the in the beginning. I think it, I think it's slowly changed. And you know, I think a lot of that has to do. I don't know if it has to do with the Spotify thing or not, but maybe it does. I mean, maybe it's the money that came with that is just like his other stuff that he's doing is just kind of eh now. I don't know. And maybe that's just me trying to make myself feel better that I oh, that I overlooked it for so long. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The pay-per-view is uh, really excited. I was really excited. Didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know. Uh, that's what he said on like more than one show about that stupid fight. <laughs> I just feel it's so irresponsible to combat sports for that guy to entertain the idea that that was a real fight to entertain the idea that, that we should be watching that fight. Right. It just bothers me. Wasn't and then what was, was, uh, Chad Ochocinco was on that fight too, right? On like the undercard he was of on that the card. Yeah. Did you watch that or have you seen highlights of that or anything? I've seen bits and pieces. I, yeah. We never talked about that. I don't think. I was just curious if you were good. Were you interested in that at all? No. <laughs> I don't want to watch Chad Ochocinco box. I don't care. He's not a boxer. I don't care. It, yeah. I have no interest. I do. I know I'm alone on this because people like a freak show, and, and that's fine. But I, I like boxing. Yeah, I get it. I love the sport of boxing. You know. Uh, Shakur Stevenson fought last night. I watched him in the Olympics when he was a kid. He still is a kid compared to me, but I watched him in the Olympics because I read a story about him and about how he was going to be a future world champion. So I tuned into the Olympics to watch that kid box. That's how much I like boxing. Wow. You know, and I don't know if you've watched Olympic boxing, but it can be pretty boring at times. Wait, okay. So hang on. You said he was a kid. You watched him in the Olympics as a kid? Well, yeah, he was like it's 19. Oh, okay. when he fought in the, this was okay. 2004. Okay, well, when, when, you, when you said kid, I was thinking like kid, kid, like young. I was like, is that a thing? I didn't even know that was a thing no, in the Olympics. No. It was 2004. Well, the real Olympics were 2018, right? Uh, I, I'm not good so enough. So it would have been 2014 is when he fought. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And who had been 19 um, then? So like seven years uh, later. So he's like 26 now. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he, he, anyway, um, my point is I, I, I love the sport of boxing and dude, look, I, you know, go get the, the one thing about Tyron, Tyron fighting Jake Paul <laughs> is go, go get your money, dude, go get paid. 
you got yeah. kids, yeah. you got a family, feed them, you know, but other than that, man, I have no interest in watching him box Jake Paul. I don't. Other than that, I'm a huge Tyron fan because I was when he fought MMA. Um, I think he was an underappreciated champion when he was a champion. So there's there, there's that aspect. And I do want to see him knock out Jake Paul, but I don't want to tune in because I don't know. And I'm always going to have questions as to, is this going to be a real fight or not? Yeah. So I'm not going to tune in. Right. I have no interest it, to me. It's not real boxing. It's never, it's just something that and I just, something that does interest me is that it is at one ninety. Why does that interest you? Just because we haven't ever seen Tyron fight at 190. And I know I know it's different between boxing and MMA, but I don't know. It's still we're still talking 20 pounds heavier. He weighed 190 every fight. Every think, fight. You think MMA. so? You think he was back yes. up 20 pounds after every after every Yeah. Dang. Okay. I if, if I had to guess. Okay. Tyron's a big boy. Yeah, I know packing a lot of, a lot of mass there. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you just did that. What? I'm pissed. Why? Another, another over analysis of a bullshit <laughs> fight. It fucking drives me nuts. I so I, so I just, I, there's nothing about these fights that I can be interested in without pissing you off is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, man. You're supposed to be on my side on this. Okay. I, I apologize. It's fine. It dude, it, it it is what it is. It's fine. I get it's it. Fine. I, I you know. Um, I, I do I, I'm interested in seeing him beat the shit out of that dude, but again, I don't I'm not banking on the idea or the concept that it's going to be a real boxing match. I can't there do that. I just can't. So to I, play because because then I buy into the idea that those two guys, the Pauls, are real boxers. Yeah. And I'm sorry, they're not. And all this, this speculation and, and, and like I said, over analysis of these guys, well, they've been training for three years. They, this and that, you know, okay. Neat. Neat. I could play basketball every day for three years. It doesn't mean I go, it doesn't mean you insert me into the Milwaukee Bucks, Brooklyn Nets series. Right. As a sharpshooter. It just doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't. I'll chuck up threes all fucking day. You don't want me on the court though. Just letting you know. It just it just doesn't make sense. It, it but anyway. So to play the devil's advocate real quick How before we you? move on, before we move on, the terrible chance that Tyron Woodley gets knocked out by Jake Paul. Does that make Paul any more legitimate? No. No. Okay. Just I told curious. You. Just curious. He becomes legitimate when he legitimately beats a boxer. Okay. Not a guy. I have who's to. Forty years old who fought MMA. Not a guy who's forty years old and fought MMA and never boxed a day in his life. Not a guy who's a YouTuber who went to the gym for six months before they fought. Yeah. No. He needs to fight a boxer. A boxer. Someone who started boxing when they were six years old. Right. And is now 26 and has fought amateur, has fought pro, has fought real people. That's when he gets my respect. Yeah. He will never fight a boxer. Did you see the video of after the Logan Paul Mayweather fight of Brennan Schaub going into the locker room to talk to Logan Paul? 
To jack them off? Y- yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Explain. Uh, okay. Was it, it just dick pulling it, or was there it, actual... It was It was right after the fight. Brendan Schaub was like racing to get back to the locker room to get to to talk to Logan Paul and basically tell him that uh yeah he got under Mayweather's skin in there and that uh at certain I can't remember exactly what he said but he was like at certain points in the fight that was Mayweather giving it his all and you went eight rounds with them and you went eight rounds with the real boxer <laughs> you, you stood in there with the best, the best. <laughs> oh speaking of that shame on him too you know, we've talked a couple of times about the whole Brian Callen and Brendan Shop thing, and you said you don't think that they were really good friends in the beginning and all that stuff. Have you seen these new videos they're putting out where it's just random stuff between them two? It's like no. Brent. It's like I've seen like small clips on Instagram and stuff where like Brendan Ka- Brian Callen's doing some, I don't know, his, his normal like fake f- fighting crap that he does. But you can tell, like, in Brendan's face, like, I don't even want to be doing this video with you right now. Like, this is boring and this is stupid. Why are we doing this? But Callan's like, Cal- like all in on it now. I don't know. It's just weird. It's a, it's such a different dynamic now. What do you mean he's doing his fake fighting thing? What are you talking about? You know how his, what his ego is and how he, uh, when he's talking about fighting or talking about being a badass and stuff like that, and he'll, like, I don't know, just do weird moves and things like that that he acts like actually work and stuff i'll just have to send you a video of it or you'll have to i'm sure i'm sure it's on either fighter and the kid or shab's page okay i don't know what would be worse a video of that or a video of people talking about tyron woodley and jake paul (laughs) as a real boxing match whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're uh yeah that's a weird that that speed and that's another thing like I wouldn't necessarily say that I was a fan of theirs, but it was tolerable. Now it's just, I can't, it's Brennan Schaub, that dude's ego. And that it just, I, I just don't, uh, I don't know. I can't, I did. I know we're a podcast talking about another podcast right now, but uh, like yeah, that, that self-congratulatory bullshit that both of those guys do. It's just gross to me. I, I can't. I can't subscribe to it anymore. Yeah. It's just weird. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That again was a show like they would have guests on and I would be somewhat interested to. Oh God, that reminded me. So they had some, some dude on he, I guess he's an actor, but he's just swole out of his, his mind. Okay. Um, so I was genuinely curious as to the approach of this, of this interview. Okay. See how Brian Callen does the fake gay thing? Mm-hmm. Like he always talks about men's physiques and whatever. Yeah. I mean, this guy's sitting next to Brian Callen on that, in that awesome podcast setup they have where they're in a restaurant booth. Yeah, it's like a, di- totally. like a small diner booth. It, it's oh weird. Hang on, though. Is it, like, is it just them two again now? Or is one of the other guys that is still in the mix? The Chappelle Lacey dude's still there. So Okay. So it's Brian Callen, Brennan Schaub, Chappelle, the other guy, and then this dude. I, I don't know the guy's name. I don't know who he is. Okay. But he's a big fucking swole, super muscular. He looks like a fucking CrossFit guy. I'm telling you, they didn't let this dude speak for seven minutes. Because all they did was talk about each other and to each other. Whoa. Weird. Do you know why? They had a good looking swole dude sitting next to him. So it just, 
inspired them to talk about themselves and how they work out and how they do this. And I do this and I'm this, I'm like, this poor fucking guy sitting here. He's a guest on your show. Yeah. It's seven minutes in. He hasn't said one thing. Wow. And he just has to sit there and go, yeah, this is, I guess this is what I signed up for. Great. Shame on me, dude. It's, I, I, I don't know. That's again, maybe I'm super picky and overanalyzing that and whatever. But if we had a guest, you and I right now, mm-hmm. we would be assholes if we didn't let that person talk for seven minutes. Yeah, that that's my... and it was just you and I just going, hey, if I can do some white people shit, you in the woods. <laughs> and then we did that for seven minutes. Right. Why would that guy, why would that person, Yeah, my, why would my, they want to be on our show? My goal with a guest is to let them talk as much as possible. That's we, why we you want, have guests. Yeah, we want yeah. our listeners to know everything about this person, not shit that they already know about me and you. <laughs> it's bizarre. Wow, that's bizarre crazy. behavior, man. Um, I don't know. Maybe the troll cast got through to me, dude. You think? Maybe. Maybe. I hope that's not going to become a trend where things that we hate, we actually follow so much that we actually start liking it. No, no, no. no, (laughs) And paying attention to it. (laughs) Well, look, no, no, no. I don't think so. I don't think that'll (laughs) happen. That does not sound confident. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Well, to transition a little bit into something that I am a fan of, dude, I think behind Cowboy, Nate Diaz might be my maybe my second favorite fighter in the UFC. Explain. Dude, just did you I mean you watched the fight last night, right? Yeah. I I just I love watching him fight. And I love I love hey. those moments where he just comes out of nowhere. Like that last minute of the fight last night. Well, you asked me a question this morning via text. You said, "Why was that fight 5 rounds?" Yeah, cuz it wasn't a main event or a title fight. That's normally means 3 rounds, right? That fight was five rounds so that that could, that last minute of that fight could happen. You think? Nate could catch him late in the fight when he was well ahead on the scorecards, well ahead to sort of walking into a victory. Nate could catch him and shock the world. That's exactly why that fight was five rounds. It doesn't happen in three rounds. He caught him with the same shot he caught Connor with their, their, in their first fight. But that's same, same that... exact shot. Like, I, I, I get what you're saying, but that doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? Like, you can't do that for, you can't just make a fight five rounds because you don't think a fighter can do it in three and you want they can that do fighter. do whatever the fuck they want. God, I, mean, I, what are you talking I about? hate, I hate your explanation on most UFC things. Cause I try to give like a lot, I try to give like a logical. Logically scenario speaking, and, that fight and, and, and is lo- five rounds so that Nate can shock the world. That makes that no fight sense. That was not five rounds that for Leon. That makes no sense. Look. Okay. I'll, logistically speaking, here's why that fight was five rounds. Leon, Edward wants, Leon Edwards wants to fight for a title. Okay. Well, what are title fights? Five round fights. So he needed to prove that he could beat a tough guy. And if it went all five rounds, he needed to prove that he could last five rounds with a tough guy, which is what he did. Okay. However... Me, personally, I don't think he did anything for his title hopes. I don't think he proved a damn thing. Nate Diaz is 36 years old. Yes, he's tough. Yes, he's skilled. Yes, he can put you out. But for me, if I'm Leon Edwards, that did nothing for me. Yeah, you dominated a guy for five rounds in a back-and-forth fight, and then in the last minute of the fight, you almost got finished. Kamaru Usman is not going to let you do that to him. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know what you were hoping. I I just don't think it was a good... uh, 
Yeah, he beat a name, so maybe it gets him on the radar of like the casuals. Yeah, but, but if like, we're, but if we're looking at rank, prove? if we're looking at rankings, it doesn't do anything. It does nothing. That's what I'm saying. What did it prove? What does it do for him now? Right. Do you give him a title shot because he beat Nate Diaz in a five round decision and almost got finished in the last minute? I don't know. I, I guess logistically speaking, for him now, he fights Colby Covington, and then the winner fights Kamaro because Colby Covington thinks he deserves a title shot. And Kamaro is not even entertaining. He's like, dude, I broke your jaw. Yeah, yeah. Leave me alone. Right. So I don't know. Huh. I don't know. That. But that's why that fight won five rounds. Yeah. I, you, I, you, you make that fight five rounds because Nate's a name. He's uh, obviously a fan favorite. You want Leon to prove that he's a title contender. And you want to give Nate the chance to finish him late because that's what Nate does. Yeah. Nate Diaz fights better in the fifth round than he does the first round. Yeah. That's why I kept saying, like, if that fight with Jorge Masvidal hadn't been stopped when it got stopped, Nate was really picking up momentum at the end of that third round. He really was. And a lot of people haven't even talked about that. Mm -hmm. But Jorge was getting tired, and Nate was picking up steam. He was gaining steam like he always does. And I said, you know, if that fight goes to the fourth round, I don't necessarily know if Nate keeps getting the shit kicked out of him. I think we see a different kind of fight. Yeah, That's just the way he is, dude. That's why people love him. So maybe that's why you love him, and you just don't know it. And I... I just explained to you your own love for a fighter. I, pr- I guess I appreciate it. <laughs> he is entertaining. Dude, it was a fun fight to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Are are they uh, are they trying to put a Nick Diaz fight together? He said he wants to fight. I don't know. I, I don't see know. I seen him in the locker room with Nate. He looks pretty good. I mean, those dudes do like triathlons and shit. They do. Yeah, so they, they, I, I think I mean, they're they always going to look good and in shape no matter what. But yeah, but I also think it's in their DNA where they could like party for for two months and just drink beer and eat whatever and smoke weed. And then they go, oh, I have a fight coming and they'll get in shape in, in four weeks. Uh-huh. You know, like right. it'll just be a total transformation. Like some people don't have that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think for a long time they were talking about, or well, a lot of the chatter was if he comes back, he should fight Jorge and get revenge for Nate. But now that Jorge got dismantled by fucking Camaro, I don't know if that's a- an interesting fight to anyone. Yeah. I would love just because, just because would love to see him fight Colby Covington. Oh, dude, I was hoping you were going to say that. But it, it will never happen. Colby will never take that fight. Never. Because Not he's happen. worried or because it's beneath him. I think because he could sell it like it's beneath him. But I also don't think he wants any of that smoke. <laughs> I, I don't think he wants any of that. I, I really don't. I, I think he can I think he can be the pretend tough guy with Kamaru just because Kamaru's not the kind of guy who will bully you before a fight mm-hmm. like that. But I think the mental the mental aspect of what Nick Diaz or Nate or Nate Diaz, to be honest with you. I think the mental aspect of what they would do to that guy before a fight is just, I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's anything Colby Covington wants. Yeah. But again, this is just me. This is me speculating with my terrible logic, even though I make perfect sense. So, so what's next for Adesanya after winning? I don't know, man, but I love, I love the fact that he took that fight and I love the fact that he did what he did. He proved once again that he is so skilled and so good in so many ways. Well, and to he, be honest with you, I think he's getting better because the biggest talk was, well, Jan was able to take him down so easily, and that's how Jan won the fight with him. Mm-hmm. And Marvin Vittori is a good wrestler, 
he took him down in their first fight late in the fight. So he's going to do this again. And those were the questions that Izzy needed to answer. And he did. Yeah. Takedown. His takedown defense was on point. His striking was better than ever. Totally neutralized that guy. Would I have liked to have seen him finish him? Eh, yeah. Who doesn't want to see a finish? But I love right. the fact that he went five rounds. He proved once again that he could go five rounds. Completely outclass a dude. I th- I love. I I I didn't like him going up to two hundred five. Right. I'm done with the champ champ thing. Stay in your division and clean out the division. He should do what his his idol, his hero should do. What Anderson Silva did: clean out the middleweight division. Keep taking on challengers. Keep beating them. That's not boring to me. I I know, but you know we differ in this too because at a certain point. I mean, it depends on what you consider cleaning out the division. Because at a certain point, you're like, okay, I've cleaned out this division. What do I do next? Because, I mean, he just he just called out Whitaker again. Well, Whitaker wants that fight. I mean, yeah. Whitaker thought he should have had that fight instead of the Tory. And yeah. to be honest with you, Whitaker's probably right. Yeah. He's probably right. He beat Darren Till and Jared Cannonier. I don't, I don't know what else you want him to do. Yeah. But, he, but that's a good fight. Dude, yeah. Book it again. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just saying that, you know, as far as like cleaning the, out the division, we're, we're fighting the same people we fought before. Here's what the UFC is hoping for. And I can guarantee you this is what they're hoping for. If Darren Till gets a win and a convincing win, they want to book that fight. They want that fight. Yeah. Because the stylistically and just the, the buildup to it would be good for the UFC. You got a guy from England. You got Izzy. Both of which like to talk. Both I've I've been saying that since Darren Till went up to middleweight. They're just waiting for that guy to get a big win. If he would have defeated Robert Whitaker, he would have been fighting for the title. Right. But I, I don't think Darren Till's a big fight guy. I just don't I don't think he rises to the occasion. I just yeah. don't think I think he got he got pushed way too early. That fight with Tyron was way too early, dude. He was not <laughs> he was not ready for that. Yeah. Now look, I mean he it could have gone either way. You know, he got caught with a big shot and then got submitted. If that fight goes to the later rounds, does he perform well? I don't know. I mean, he hasn't really proved in the later rounds of a fight that he can perform well. He was in a boring fight with Steven, uh, with Wonderboy. You know, caught him with one shot late in the fight. But other than that, he didn't really do much. The fight with Robert Whitaker won five rounds. And in the later rounds, he was the one getting dominated. I don't know. But look, he, he, Izzy fights Robert Whitaker again. If he beats him, bring on the next guy. You know, yeah. Paulo Costa doesn't want to fight, so I, I doubt we'll ever see that rematch again. Right. Um, did, did you see that? What? Did, did you see Costa's reason for not wanting to fight? I want to say yeah, but I don't remember. It's because he doesn't think they're getting paid enough because, you know, Jake Paul came out and talked about all the fighter pay. And then people found out that Logan Paul made $20 million off that fight. And Francis and Ganu tweeted about it. I did, like, I did see what that. are we, what are we doing wrong? This guy's getting paid 20 million. Right. <sighs> I can't, I can't explain to you. why. what I do know is this. The UFC has much more overhead than these, these little organizations that are booking these fights for boxers for celebrity boxing matches. Right. So, uh, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it for the UFC. Could the, could the fighters be getting paid more? I'm sure. I'm sure there's a way. I'm sure someone could figure it out. Someone much smarter than I 
could figure it out and get these guys more money. But uh, not fighting because you're not getting paid isn't going to do you any good. Dana does not give a fuck <laughs> if you don't want to fight. Yeah. I keep saying this. He'll find guys that will fight. Yeah. He'll find guys that will fight for $12,000. Yeah. And you know what? He'll find guys that not only will fight for $12,000, but will fucking throw bombs and get destroyed for $12,000. Right. He will fight, fight it. He will find fighter fight of the year candidates who are willing to fight for a little money. And that's all the fans want to see. True. Now in main events, do they need to see big names? Sure. But right. For Paulo Costa to assume that he's a big enough name to just go, I'm going to sit out. It's <laughs> sorry, bro. Yeah, guess what? You've been replaced. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, beyond Robert Whitaker, I don't know who's next for Izzy. I, you know, Cannoneer was supposed to fight Till. And I think Till dropped out yet again of another fight. And that's the other thing with him, dude. He's, uh, so Gastelum's going to fight him. Interesting. Yeah, I, I'm okay I mean, with that. Gastelum and Izzy was one of the best fights ever. True. Gastelum's style, it causes Izzy, it causes problems for Izzy. Mm-hmm. But I think Izzy's so much better now than he was in that fight. So I don't know. I don't know. I would watch that again. I would watch him against Cannoneer just yeah. because Cannoneer's got the power to shut anybody's lights out. But I think skill-wise, Izzy's so far ahead of him. Right. I don't know. So let's... uh. I've got to bring up that picture oh, that Jesus I sent. I've got to, I hate I, that chuckle. I've got to bring up that picture that I sent you of Izzy that he that he posted on his page, where it's, about? where you can basically see all of his hog through his shorts. Why? Why would you post that? Like, why Was would that you, real? That looked like a Photoshop. I don't. Photo. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that was real. Like, why? Why would you not at least like wear a cup? Or something. Are you I mean, just dude? If you're rocking a loaf, you got to show off the loaf. Oh, I don't man. know. That's that's. <laughs> if you got if you got a hagosa, you let people say hello to it. I don't know what to man. tell you, bro. It's that's nutty. I don't think that was a real photo. I'm telling you. You think that was real? I yeah, I think so. I mean, look if he if he's that proud of his dick, then I mean, what can you do? I think I guess. I just I, I I was scrolling I was scrolling through com- like some of the comments because I was like as soon as I seen that I was like oh I bet these comments are epic, so you know of course they're making names for them like Style Boner and all these other. <laughs> I was cracking up. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was that was that was a limp hog. That wasn't. A- I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, enough about uh, the male anatomy, please. Yeah, true. Yeah, did you see? Just because I it was at the top of my brain when we started, did you see, I know you don't watch soccer, but as you know, I'm a huge soccer fan. You know, football. I, I want to get into soccer, but I don't know if I can. Like, That's wh- usually what everyone says. What got, what got you into soccer? Playing it? Did you play it as a kid and that's what made you a fan or what? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I guess, I mean, maybe, maybe in the city, maybe soccer was more of a, I don't know. I soccer was just never on my radar really. Now my school didn't have soccer in general. A lot of the school what? a lot of the schools around me did, but I didn't. No, Your dude. school didn't have <laughs> No, dude. My my school had No, listen. My school had baseball, basketball? No. You didn't have a football team? No. 
There's multiple. You can't get these corn-fed fucking Southern Missouri boys <laughs> playing football. I mean, there is. I mean, there's schools around here that do, but th- there's multiple schools around me that don't have a lot of sports like football. Wow. My school had. I'm sorry. I feel so bad for you. Baseball, dude. basketball, golf. Why? Why, why the fuck <laughs> would they have golf but not football? <laughs> don't do this to me right now. You're joking, right? No, I'm not, dude. I my so they the, can afford the a school, golf. Like, dude, the school's golf not big is enough. Expensive. Baseball is like the equipment's expensive. Football, you need pads. Soccer, you need shoes. You also have to have a field or somewhere to practice. Let me tell you something, dude. Let me explain. Let me tell you. Let me you. tell you something first. I graduated with 76 people. <laughs> That's how my big my school was. <laughs> you had seventy six people in your graduation. Absolutely, one hundred percent, dude. You got to get out. Man. You got. <laughs> we got to get you to see the world, dude. I'm sorry, I had no idea it was this serious. This is crazy. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Let me say this. Okay. To make you feel better. Okay. Because you had a baseball team, at least. My parents paid insane amounts of money for me to go to the private high school that I went to the private high school that I went to now, now cost over 20 grand a year Jesus. to go to. Is it worth it? Was it was nowhere close to that when I went, but it was still very expensive. So is it worth it? Let me explain something that we had to pay that much for school. Do you know where we had baseball practice? The park in the gym. What? Do you, you want to ball bats or what? No, no. We were taking grounders on a gym floor. Now, let me explain something. Do you want to know what my school at the time was famous for? My school's gym was famous for. We had a rubber gym floor. We didn't have a hardwood court, basketball court. It was rubber. Okay. We were taking grounders on a rubber floor. That's ridiculous. And oh, no, no, our coach wasn't taking it easy on us. He was hitting hot shots (laughs) on a rubber floor to us, dude. So we paid all this money for a school and couldn't even have a baseball field. Wow. That's my point. I guess that was the point of that. Gotcha. But also our coach was uh, played minor league baseball and was very proud of it. He was a minor league World Series champion. Gotcha. Had a ring and everything, wore the ring. If you fell asleep as a science teacher, so if you fell asleep in class, he would turn the ring around and Jeez. Hit you in the back of the head with it. He was very ah. proud of his ring. That's my point. He's very proud of his baseball career. So he he did not take it easy on anyone. Anyway, um, yeah, he won a World Series title with the Pittsburgh Pirates minor league organization. I don't remember what they're called. Uh, their trip AAA. Anyway, he was uh he was very proud of that. So he did not care that we were taking grounders on a rubber floor in a gym. Wow, it was bizarre, dude. That's it was weird. so it was. You were always just worried about getting hit with a ball. It didn't matter what, didn't matter what <laughs> drills we were running. It didn't matter what was happening. It's like a ball's going to hit me at any moment. Um, <clears throat> I'm so sorry about your graduating class. I want to feel bad for everyone. I'm actually proud of it, but whatever. <laughs> okay. So, so anyway, soccer. soccer. Why, so yeah, what, what got, got you into soccer? So yeah, I grew up as a fan, dude. I, I played. Okay. Uh, I, got, I went to indoor soccer games here in St. Louis because we had a professional team. I went and saw I went and saw high school teams play when I was a kid. That was the ambush, like, right? Go, <clears throat> what's that that was the ambush right is that who you're talking about that's i i had the storm and the ambush i had the st okay. louis storm and then the, and they became the st louis ambush oh, okay um and then before that they were the steamers but that was a little bit before my time okay but um 
Yeah, I would go to that all the time. Like I could I could recall moments where every weekend I was going down to the the arena and watching indoor so, soccer. So like for for somebody who maybe doesn't watch soccer very much, is that one where like the atmosphere and like going to a game is so much better than watching it on TV? Just like they say hockey is and stuff like that. Yeah. 100%. Gotcha. Yeah, very fun, very fun. But indoor soccer is a different ball. I think it's a different animal than soccer, soccer. Oh, okay. You know, proper football that's played on a pitch, as they call it. Yeah. But, um, uh, dude, I would even, as a kid, I would go, my parents would take me to the eventual high school that I went to to watch high school soccer. That's how much I loved it. So my point is this, the Euro Euro 2021 is happening right now. So it's a very famous tournament that happens where all the European European teams compete. And then one is eventually crowned the Euro champion. Okay. So yesterday I was watching Denmark and Finland play. I know that probably sounds so boring to most people, that, yeah. but anyway, I'm watching it's in Copenhagen. So it's a home game for Denmark. So the atmosphere was very cool. That's the other thing that like, I love about, football um i love about it is that if you catch the right atmosphere it can be very entertaining okay but again you have to you have to know about these things so okay but anyway they're playing finland and one of the one of the most surreal moments i've ever watched live for in any sport uh his name is christian erickson he's basically like the he's the face of the the danish team okay he's who everyone knows um it's like on the world level you know how like Every country has their guy, like Ronaldo's the Portugal guy, Portuguese guy. Right. This this guy is the guy for Denmark, which doesn't mean a lot because Denmark's not necessarily known as a powerhouse in soccer. So okay. he uh, collapsed, just fucking collapsed on the field. Jeez. They didn't get hit. This wasn't during a play. He was essentially trying to chase down a ball. Ball went out of bounds. He was starting to turn to run toward the other side of the field. And, you know, Denmark had a throw in and the guy threw it to him and he just fell over so i think i think he had a seizure um but it was scary because for 15 minutes like he they were doing cpr on him like it was a scary scene but, so when he fell over he falls over and i'm watching this live but he fell over and he was on his side and his tongue was like back in his mouth and his eyes were rolled back in his head like full-on like this something's wrong like mm -hmm. immediately like, everyone all of the players were like holy shit we got to get the medics out here and yeah, for like 15, 20 minutes, they're doing CPR on him. His wife's down on the field crying. The fans are crying. The players are crying, like on both sides. Like even the Finnish players were crying. I was like, oh my God. Jeez. It was just a very surreal sort of moment to catch live. Like usually that's something, if you're lucky enough, you see that in highlights, uh -huh. you know, or a recap on Sports Center or something. But if you're lucky to be enough. watching it live, like it was very, <laughs> it was very crazy. Yeah. Anyway, that was my whole point. I don't know. <laughs> it took us forever to get there. So but. what's the update? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. No, they, they, so they suspended the game. Um, and eventually the game can, and I feel so bad, but the game continued and Finland won, won nothing. So those Danish fans not only had to watch one of their players almost die on the field, but then lose wow. their team lose. Uh, let me look it up, but yeah, it's, uh, let me, let me see if I can get some news on this dude. I think he's okay. That's good, man. That sucks. Uh, well, he can stable. Da, 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 da. This is from the Scottish Sun. Hopefully, that's uh, match staff can look taps on the field. Ruthie Crowd Erickson woke up in the hospital and is in stable condition. Okay, uh, a number of reports suggest he crushed players. Continue, uh, suffered a cardiac arrest. 
and was gone before being resuscitated. Holy shit. So it was a heart it was a heart issue or heart attack. Something, yeah, something cardiac related. Damn, Dang. that's crazy. Huh. So uh positive vibes to he and his family. That is Absolutely. Nuts. So who who is your favorite soccer team? Or football team? Like on the world level? See, this is where I already go off the rail because I have no idea. I know that there's like all different clubs and everything. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. Throughout. So like club football, it's I'll be the first to admit that it's tough to keep up with it all. Yeah. Uh, I like to watch it. It doesn't really I don't I guess I don't necessarily have a team. If I pick one, it's probably going to be Liverpool. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. But on the world level, I'm a, I'm America, dog. OK. America. I, you know, I, I, I root for the U.S. if they if they if they're playing like they just won the 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 Concacaf uh, Nations League title against Mexico, which was a huge deal because they lately have not been able to beat Mexico, and they won. Okay, uh, which is actually an entertaining game. But again, to most people, this is so boring. <laughs> so I won't even get into how they won. But yeah, they just they just beat Mexico in a big uh, in a big game. Okay. So I root for them. I mean, the 2014 World Cup was fun. They didn't even qualify for the 2018, which is right. just fucking ludicrous. Um, anyway. Okay. Soccer. Soccer, folks. What can <laughs> I tell you? I'm we- As I'm wearing a soccer jersey. Right. right. <laughs> well, here, I've got a... I know this goes back to MMA, but I've got a... Um, this is the top 20 most influential MMA fighters. I just want to see how many out of the 20. Now, I know this is based off of this article, but I want to get your... I want to see how many out of the top 20 that you can pick. Before we start, who is this article by? I don't remember. Who, who's going to piss gonna, me off? I was going to do this like three or four weeks ago, and I didn't do it, so I don't remember who the article so is. So you want me to name the top 20 most influential? Yes. What is what is What is the criteria? That makes them influential. I mean, I guess like maybe just progression of the sport. Uh, okay. Which I, I mean, I, I mean, I know a lot of these are going to be, of you know, very. I, 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 of course, you I, know. I can... okay, All right. So... You want me to start? Yes. Hoist Gracie. Got it. Number twelve. Chuck Liddell. Number set. Number eight. Tito Ortiz. Number thirteen. Ken Shamrock. Um, I've got Frank Shamrock as number 11. <laughs> okay, the Shamrocks. <laughs> Randy Couture. Oh, let's see. Number nine. Uh, GSP. Number three. Anderson Silva. Number two. Forrest Griffin. Um, no, not on this list. Okay. Not on the list. You said Anderson was number two. Correct. John Jones is on the list, I'm sure. Number four, right behind GSP. Okay. So I didn't name number one yet. The right. number one most influential MMA fighter. Yeah. You said Anderson's two, GSP's three. Uh-huh. Oh, come on. Connor? Yes. Okay. They've got Connor uh, as well. Connor's number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate Diaz is probably on the list. No, he's not. Cowboys Wait, on the on. list. Do you say Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz? Because I've got Nate. Nick, I've got Nick as number nineteen. Nick's okay. 
Uh, Cowboys on the list, I'm sure. No, he's not. No cowboy. Okay. <clears throat> no cowboy. Um, let me think of him. BJ Penn. Number ten. Okay. Uh, let me think. Uh, Matt Hughes. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Number seven. Yes. Rich Franklin. No. No Rich Franklin. No. Um. How many do I have left? I mean, I got a lot of them, right? Quite. You still got quite a few. Mighty Mouse. No. No Mighty Mouse. No. Um. I said Matt Hughes. Five and six, you should be able to get pretty easily, I would think. Yeah. Uh-huh. One so, is uh, not a male. Oh, 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 Rampage, Rampage. No. No? No. Um, One is not a male. Number five is not a male. Rondo Stupid Rousey. Yes. Um. So, uh, well, is Amanda Nunes better be on this fucking list, actually, or it's the she, worst list actually, in history? Actually, she's of... not. Jesus fucking Christ. See what I'm saying about that? I know. This I get goes it. back to what I'm saying about her, man. I get like, it. What, what are we doing? Well, that's what I'm saying. This is also, I'm sure, like an opinion art article too. Like I said, well, I, I should the, have had this the... person's opinion is in, it's <laughs> garbage. Not valid if Amanda Nunes is not on the list, <laughs> she has to be on the list. Good fucking god! Uh, is is Rhonda the only woman on the list? Yes. Okay. Jesus. Christ. I know it's terrible. Anyway, yeah, is she pioneer. I get it. Fine, whatever. Um, fuck. Who am I missing? Uh, Quite a few in the top twenty. Daniel Cormier. Good call. That is number 18. Let me guess. Stipe is not on the list. Imagine that. He's not. Fuckers. These, <laughs> these fucking guys. They don't fucking know anything. Um, so DC's on the list. Kane. Number Kane's not on the list. He better not be. No, he's not. Number 20 is an okay. older older fighter, but a name. You'd probably Dan the Beast Severn. No, but you would probably hear... Uh, Joe Rogan say his name all the time when we're talking about fighting, at least talking about old fights. Fuck. Uh, Tank Abbott. <laughs> Mark Coleman. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I forgot about him. Who am I missing still? So you me just give you the rest of them? Uh, let me... Uh... Oh, Crow Cop. No. Really? Yeah. Uh, Fedor. No. Fedor's on the list. No. Uh, is there someone else I didn't name? Quite, got, quite a few. I got them all? No, you did not. Uh, so we've... Go ahead. So 17, Max Holloway. 16, Michael Bisming. Okay, now listen. Okay, I, I gotta stop you. I, I love both I did, of those dudes. I didn't but they say cannot, I agree with this. <laughs> they cannot be on this list if Amanda Nunes is not on this list. I get it. I agree. I agree. I love both of those guys. Seriously. <laughs> but what the fuck are we doc- talking about? Go ahead. Who else did I miss? Uh, let's see. Uh, 15 is Jose Aldo. Again, you can't. <laughs> Go ahead. 14, Brock Lesnar. Fuck off. No, the list, <laughs> it's, bad, it's terrible, 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 terrible list. Terrible list. I'm done. Oh, no. Uh, so we got, let's see. So we got Tito Ortiz, Voice Gracie, Frank Shamrock, BJ Penn, Randy Couture, Chuck Liddell, Matt Hughes. Number six was Khabib. Fine. And I think, Fine. That, I think that's it. I think, Fine. I think you got all the rest of them. Who... Next time, no. I will make sure that I write down who I got the art, the, the uh, Please, list I from. Please, I want to know. So we can, I so we know. can call I'm them I'm writing out. them a letter. Their <laughs> list is wrong. You cannot 
dude, Amanda Nunes gets this, this list had to have been created like eight years ago. Maybe. Who, how is Brock Lesnar? I, I guess he's influential. Sure. I mean, he, he brought a lot of attention to I the say, sport. I was going to say, would, would it be mainly because of the crossover? Yes. That's exactly why. Yeah. The, but, the, but other than that, who did he, who did he inspire? Who would name a young fighter that goes, I started fighting because of Brock Lesnar. So I don't know. I've never thought of that. No one. <laughs> no one says that. That's the answer. No one. I don't know. Have we talked about this before? I know this is random. Have we talked about the uh when Brock Lesnar was wrestling and he was doing a backflip off the top rope and landed on his head? Have you ever seen that video? Yes. Dude. It's fucking crazy. Oh my god. And he still finished the match. It's fucking, it's fucking crazy. Have you ever watched um, Dark Side of the Ring? It's yeah. like a, a series. You watch those? Uh huh. Yeah. Dude, some I like I said, I think I've talked about this before on the show, but I love learning about the wrestling business. I'm not a wrestling fan. Like I'll never turn it on right now and watch it, but right. I love learning about the wrestling business. It it is the stories were fascinating. Fa- yeah, the stories are fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. So I watched the uh, Kid Dynamite episode of Dark Side of the Ring yesterday. Okay. Uh, most of it. And like, dude, you don't remember, like, I don't even remember these things from, you know, I, I'm older. So I like, I remember these guys, but I don't remember the stories. I don't remember the incidents. I don't remember any of this stuff. So when you hear just about like how bad of a fucking guy he was outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, and people speculate, is it from brain damage? Is it from doing steroids? Is it a combination of the two? Is it because he was always he was always wrestling injured and because it was his life and he had to self-medicate with booze and pills? And like, is that why he was a bad guy or was he just inherently a bad fucking guy? Right. You know? Yeah. It's fascinating to me, dude. Like and, and people don't and like. Those guys, just like athletes, and I'm not going to call them not real athletes. They are definitely real athletes. For but sure. like, yeah. Those guys just like a LeBron James are like superheroes to people. And you don't think about what they go through mm-hmm. in order to make you happy as an entertained fan. Like LeBron, like people like talk shit about LeBron, but at the end of the day, dude, that dude works hard as fuck yeah. to be out on the court entertaining you. Yes. He has his issues. Yes. He has his problems. Yes. He's a baby, but dude, the guy spends millions of dollars on his fucking body to make sure he stays healthy so that he can play for your entertainment value. Right. You know, same thing with these wrestlers, man. These guys fucking wrestle hurt with broken bones with fucking like Brock Lesnar. Like he said, like you fucking broke his neck. Yeah. You know, but yeah, the and, kid and, dynamite and, episode and, and was big, fascinating. The big thing about those two is that like, you know, you're, they're always like the, like WWE is always looking for that next guy and you're always wanting to be that next guy. And it, it could take one injury to make you not that guy anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you're yeah. wrestling hurt and you don't want to, you know, tell people that you're hurt and you're out on the road multiple times a week, you know, like over 300 day, you know, 300 dates a year. It's nuts. Well, it's what Ric Flair said. Did you watch that 30 for 30 yet? God I did. It. I did. You did. Uh-huh. It's amazing, right? Yeah, it's very good. It's, it's one of the best sports documentaries ever. But so yeah. he said, he said in that documentary, because people like people couldn't quite fathom the idea that he's not considered an alcoholic because 
he would drink every day and wrestle every day mm-hmm. and do it so well. But he would, he told like, he was telling that story about how he told a shrink, like the shrink would be like, well, how often do you drink? And he goes every day. He goes, you drink every day. He goes, yeah, every day. Well, how much do you drink? He goes, well, I work every day. So probably <laughs> 10 beers and then 10 mixed drinks. And the shrink was like, wait a minute, you drink every day and you drink 20 drinks a day. He goes, I work every day. Yeah. I drink every day. <laughs> like, what do you expect? Like, I drink the beers in the car on the way to the next hotel and then I get to the bar and then I drink mixed cocktails (laughs) like and that's how he explained it like he didn't think that he had a problem it was weird yeah right but imagine why he had to do that yeah he probably loves drinking because he's a party guy but also how much pain was he in true if you got a little something going on you know fucking have a few cocktails you kind of forget about it also, you know what he, I mean? The pain's still going to be there the next day, but you at least forgot about it. Wasn't he married like eight times? Uh, I don't think it's been eight. I don't think it's been that many, but it it's been quite, a couple. It was quite a few. It's been a couple. Yeah. Like, that's one of the fun... Dude, and that's the reason that I love that 30 for 30 is it's just comedy, dude. Yeah. Like, they asked him, like, they, they, like, they do... And I love the dude that was interviewing because he was so interviewing him because he was so honest with his questions. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, why do you think you couldn't be monogamous? You know, and uh-huh. Ric Flair goes, yeah, I think I took it serious for like a day. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a day after I got married to my first wife, I was just cheating on her and banging everything. Like, like an asshole. But you laugh at it because it's Ric Flair, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. You're like, God, you're such a bad, like, I, I don't know. I think like, and that's one of those things, like with the kid dynamite one, he's like, God, he, was he just a bad dude or was he really going through hell? Right. Same with Ric Flair. Like, is he a bad guy or is he just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you think you morally speaking, yeah, you're probably not a good dude. You weren't the best dad the first part of your life. You cheated on your wife, you know, but I don't know. His fucking kids love him. Yeah. You would think. And and that's another thing you don't remember is people when it happened, when his son died of the drug overdose, like I forgot that that happened. I remember because didn't his son wrestle for a, a little while? Yeah. But I think that was I think that was back in WCW though. No, no, no. So no, I mean it was way later. I mean Ric Flair was already retired. Oh, it was. Okay, maybe, retired maybe for like the second else time. Okay. His son wrestled in Japan and then was trying to get into the WWE. And then when he was trying to get into the WWE, is when he failed a drug test. Okay. And so Ric Flair, and even in that documentary, that you know, I think Triple H was like Ric Flair's a liar, like. Rick Flair's a liar to his own fault. Like he's not trying to be a liar, but he was protective of his kid. And he was like, no, he was just in denial of the fact that his kid had an, a legitimate problem. Right. Yeah. Um, you just, that, that, that's a great documentary. I know we always talk about it. I always talk about it, but for you don't have to be a wrestling fan to like, like want to watch it. It's just yeah. as a human, just a human story. It's just so good. Yeah. So good. Man, I'll, uh, anyway, th- wasn't it, uh, the dark side of the ring that was, uh, the one that did the Crispin Wah yeah, two-part that is, deal too, it right? Is riveting, dude. That is it is dark. Riveting. I think we've talked yeah. about that before, but that is, it's it's dark. And if you- Oh, you it'll know, bum me out. Yeah, it'll bum me out hard. Oh, it'll bum me out, yeah. But if you, if, you watch, if you watched wrestling back then, like WCW and stuff, and you followed those guys like Eddie Guerrero and Crispin Wah and Chris Jericho and all those guys, it's, it's a very good, uh, very good documentary on it. Yeah, and I don't think you necessarily need to be into wrestling too. Yeah, true. 
Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe someone. I mean, I guess maybe well, the average person. Well, like, it, do, it. I, I mean, it's a terrible story, but it does shed a light on what actually happened because most people, if they hear the name Chris Benoit, they're like, "Oh yeah, that's a steroided guy that killed his family." Like that's all. That's yeah. What most yeah, people yeah, know, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it yeah, does, and it's interesting too to hear the other wrestlers talk about him and and sort of dissect who he was as a dude. Right. You know, a lot of these guys, they go, "Yeah, he was perfectly normal around me." You know. Right. And then when the guy goes home, he's just night and day. It's just night and day. Right. I, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just, but I, I like any sports stories like that, where you really, if there was something else behind the person, it's really interesting to hear about that. Maybe it's an intrusion into that person's life, but whatever. Right. Anyway. Anyway. You ready to get out of here? I think so. All right. We are out. <laughs>